and thank you for joining us today. I'm Gretchen Robinson, Marketing Dietitian with Martin Brothers Distributing, and we're so glad you're joining us for this mini-series on equipping senior living facility leaders and dining directors with the knowledge of industry challenges and putting cost control measures into place in order to feed your bottom line. We've talked about supply chain, inflation, creating a menu that aligns with our PPD goals, We've also looked at some systems like ordering products and the way that we can better manage food production by tracking waste. Today, we're going to explore a few other systems with our guest, Matt Reich. He's a key account manager for Martin Brothers. Matt, you, like um, so many of our other employees, have a very background. And I look back to jobs that I had and the experiences that I learned there, and they definitely laid some groundwork for me. So I was wondering if you could share a story of, of an experience that you had that has stuck with you today. Thanks, Gretchen. Yeah, one of my stories would be from my experience in restaurants, running a multi-unit chain, and having employees always grab that extra fry, that extra cracker or whatever was mm-hmm. laying around. And I used to have to explain to them that just because you're one employee and that's one fry, there's 500 other employees. And if everybody took one fry seven days a week, 52 weeks a year, that all of a sudden is a $15,000 fry. And those add up really fast. So making sure we know those policies and procedures and understand what what is okay and what's not. Yeah, it certainly seems harmless. And I know uh, we're going to talk about that in a a little bit. But like I mentioned, we've already talked about uh, menu systems and purchasing habits. But today I'm going to focus on some of those other areas that contribute to managing spend in our senior living accounts. So share what you've seen beneficial when it comes to tracking meal counts. I think it's important to track absolutely everything. <laughs> Set yourself up for success. Have checklists. We want to know like how many people chose that main option, how many people chose the backup option. How many of our residents chose the always available that day? Maybe it's a higher percentage Mm -hmm. and they didn't really like that main option. We can then utilize that information for future ordering, our prep control, uh, menu adjustments, always available needs. Is our always available menu actually working? Um, It gives us the opportunity to do correct ordering, uh, less overproduction. Maybe for those people listening who might call always available – something else. Um, maybe it has a, it just has a different name somewhere else. So what, what goes on and always available? How do you describe it to people? Those menu items that are quick scratch that we can make every single day at every single meal that if the residents don't love what the feature is, maybe they're not a fish fan. They can have their hot dog, their hamburger, their grilled cheese. Their chef salad. Yeah, All, exactly. all the, the time-honored favorites. Let's talk about the um, you talked about tracking meals and having that be important, but and those are the the meals that you plan on happening for meal time. What about guest meals? So I think you put guest and staff meals together. Are staff meals purchased at a discount? Are they available uh, for the staff to have for free mm-hmm. as a perk? Um, and then guest meals are they paying? Uh, wh- how is that tracked? How are we collecting the money? Where is that money going to on the back end? You know, there's a lot of stuff that comes into cost and income, and we want to make sure we're tracking it properly, we're getting it to the right person, and then it's accounted for the right way. Yeah, I think you've probably seen it as well where you go into um, a customer or you go in somewhere and they're not tracking 
anything <laughs> at all. And and most of it's maybe they weren't trained well or they didn't think they had the time or they lost the record or w- whatever it is. But to have those systems be in place and have them be a priority is really what it sounds like you're saying. Like they actually you need to actually use those records. It's not just a pie in the sky goal. <laughs> it's something that we that we should do um, and have those guest meals accounted for and how much they charge so that you can actually accommodate for that in your in your PPD. Have you seen where the guest meals are like making up for Guest meals are other kinds of meals that are making up for all of the extra added expense. You know, I have a customer currently that uh, provides meals to a prison in town. For free? No. Oh. They get paid for it a, a pretty good amount. It's a, it's a nice added income for them. Mm-hmm. But they get dinged on their budget all the time because it's not properly tracked and then added as we're going through budget season and we're, going, we're tracking that sure. monthly spend – so they're always asked, why are you over budget? Well, because you need to update your tracking protocols. Yeah, that, it's, it's good that they have an answer, though. <laughs> it's good to know that, I mean, that's being accountable for where your money is going. Might be the same question all the time, but at least they know uh, where it's going. So what are, you know, some of the other areas that we see would be snacks and supplements. So what are you seeing your customers do to help alleviate some uh, pain there? I think the first thing people need to do is is look at making homemade snacks. I think buying pre-portioned and ready-to-use snacks is a huge expense that most people aren't realizing how much it costs on their monthly budget. Uh, making your homemade snacks uh, from scratch, you can be really creative. And then utilizing leftovers you already have in the building. Did you make too many muffins for breakfast? Let's use those on the snack card. Mm-hmm. Do we have cakes or desserts? that we can use on the snack card as well, leftover from afternoon or evening meals, use those. Bag them up individually, set them out on the card. I think I've seen some some folks to use, um, instead of having one dessert for everybody, you know, a designated dessert at mealtime, they instead have a snack cart where they're able to utilize, you know, yesterday's dessert, today's a muffin from breakfast and so on, and still meet the meal requirements that they have to have, but but also use up some of those those leftovers. And actually, I would prefer, I don't know if you would prefer, a homemade versus a little um, baggie that I have to open and, and eat. But there's a customer service level there too. I think I'd uh, prefer it. And I think you probably get better resident satisfaction from it because now they have choices. Yeah, It's absolutely. not just this is what the dessert is, take it or leave it. You have some some options. Maybe it's a pie. Maybe it's a cake. There's different textures. I think you see better results. Yeah, there. choice drives resident satisfaction for sure. And what about supplements then? I think you've talked about this with other people before uh, as well. But I think we have to make sure we're using the proper supplement. We're using the correct portion size. You know, there's a variety. There's four ounce. There's six ounce. There's eight ounce. And we probably want to make sure we're looking at bulk options versus individually portioned. Uh, what are some of the other areas that we haven't talked about that are important to be uh, addressing in controlling some cost? I think uh, one of the things that gets left out because it's scary to talk about is theft. Yeah. And it happens everywhere with or without intention. As you spoke to earlier. Absolutely. <laughs> so, you know, initially you want to know 
like what the policy is of where you work. Is snacking okay? What's your meal policy? Do you get one free meal while you're at work, depending on how many hours you work? You know, are beverages okay? What about juice? Maybe a glass of juice, maybe not filling up your 44-ounce container. Uh, Milk, soda, you know, all those things over time add up to big costs for our communities, our restaurants, whatever it may be. Um, And then you're going to see, you know, over-prepping for meals, extra meals, because the staff gets leftovers. So they thaw too much, they make too much, because they know they'll get the rest. Uh, And then simply products walking out the door. Uh, we've talked in the past that, you know, bad people or good people in bad spots make bad decisions. Mm-hmm. And and that's not saying they're bad people. They're just in a tough spot and, and they'll rationalize it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, a lot of us, we, you and I have joked separately from, from here today about how many different ways theft shows up. And most of the time, people don't consider it theft. You know, it's just that they're like, well, I'm hungry or we they don't look at food as money, you know, sitting around that, that, that that's their currency. And and so they do just consume it. I remember where I worked at, I won't say the place where I worked at in um, college, they oftentimes made too many muffins and too much bacon. So we got that. It just sat on the counter and you'd and so not sanitary either. <laughs> we'd leave it on the counter. We'd all just grab it as we walk by. And, you know, those things leave an impression. And then they take that. I took that to my next job and thought, you know, well, it was okay there. And nobody said anything. So it must be okay here. So your point about making sure that the policies are made clear. And sometimes there are policies that are different for the dining staff than there is for, you know, the, the nursing staff. And so we have to be able to, to make those policy statements clear. Communicating those policies yeah. really clearly is really important. It's and really true what they say about communication, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, the difference between dietary and, and uh, nursing staff, administrative staff, you know, even if they get a free meal, a lot of times it's the feature of the day. And then it just blends into, um, I really just want an always available item. And then it turns into just melee. You know, everyone's ordering whatever they want. And, and those costs go through the roof extremely fast. Mm-hmm. And they're just not, they're, those are kind of lost costs. They're not even, we don't really even account for them anywhere. We don't, we don't do that well. Matt, thank you. For, for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Thank you for exploring what's feeding your bottom line.